Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight I have a great show planned for you. We're going to be talking about how to be a better you. In the month of uh, January, we talked about a, a lot about vision, vision for your marriage, vision for your family, vision for yourself. And we're just going to follow on into how to be a better you. If you really want to have that vision come to pass you got to learn first things first, and that's how to be a better you. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. And if you'd like to call in tonight and share your insight or your input or just chat a little bit, I would love to hear from you, 597-2119. We're always happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home at Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. If you're looking for a secure place to store your stuff, Pitcock Storage has storage units available today. Call 456-KEYS. That's 456-KEYS. With three locations and over 180 units, we have three different sizes available for you. That's 456-KEYS. 456-5397 for Pitcock Storage. Units available today. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. As you begin this new year, you might be thinking about or have maybe you've already committed to a new goal for yourself. If this is the case, it can be helped to consider what it will take step by step to meet that goal. Anytime you decide to change, you will experience some ambivalence. Some part of you wants to change, while other parts of you leans towards continuing the way you've always been. The more evenly these are balanced, the more difficulty you will have in starting to make changes or persisting in your new efforts. Be aware of sometimes that pull to stay that pull you to stay the same is subconscious and understand that it's emotional, not rational. 
When it comes to making personal changes, greater self-awareness can be your greatest ally. The more aware you are of the behavior you want to change and the reasons you want to change it, the more likely you will change. So rather than jumping right into a new behavior, such as enrolling in school or beginning a diet, start with reflecting on what makes you want to make this change. Then with the help of this reflection, it's time to continue the path toward an improved you. Once you are more committed to achieving your goal, it's essential to tap into your inner motivation. By knowing more about your inner experiences, such as your thoughts and your feelings, you can choose to focus on those aspects that heighten your intrinsic desires to be different. You might think that with the motivation driving you forward, you are bound to make those much-wanted changes. Unfortunately, motivation is sometimes not enough. This is especially true when you hold negative perceptions of yourself. When you think this way, every slip or obstacle can seem like a proof that you are destined to remain who you are right now and that trying to be different is just foolish thinking. Needless to say, this can quickly drain your motivation. Setbacks can be discouraging, even demoralizing, for anyone. To keep moving toward your goal is essential that you have compassion for your struggles and encourage yourself just as you would do for a friend. It's not enough to just want to have extreme confidence, passion about your pursuits, and the talent of a stellar athlete, or maybe you want the body of a supermodel. To achieve your goal, what you need is a plan, and one that is well thought out. The first step for making any changes is to do a self-inventory. Are you really ready to change, or is it something you kind of want to do? When you have the right mindset to do the work, set a specific and realistic goal. As a dream of a better self, it's easy for your hopes and desires to pull you into setting high expectations. These can easily set you up to be disappointed with more modest progress, leading you to feel like you've failed, and then, of course, you give up. In setting up your realistic goal, you must be specific. This way you'll know when you're reaching for and when you achieve it. If you want to lose 10 pounds and keep it off, it's realistic to assume you can lose one, maybe two pounds a week with healthy eating, no crash diets. With all of this in mind, your goal might be, well, I might lose 10 pounds within the next two months. Prepare yourself for setbacks. Almost everyone has setbacks in their efforts to achieve their goals. How you respond to these can make all the differences between success and failure. So think about this even before you start. Remind yourself that making mistakes and having setbacks are part of the big picture for everyone. If you get right back into your plan, these don't need to be a serious problem. If you tend to be self-critical and thinking this way is difficult, it might help you to write a supportive letter to your future self who has made a poor choice. Remember that vision write it down, look back over it, offer yourself compassion for how difficult it is to stay the course and how frustrating it is when you make a mistake. Leave that vision or that letter in an easily accessible place and be sure to pull it out when you feel like giving up. Now that you've prepared yourself, mind and spirit, a bit like preparing the soil of a, gar- the soil of a garden for a fruitful season, you are ready to take the steps toward change. I wish you all the healthy and happy new year filled with meaning and fulfilled personal development as you become a better you. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back right after these messages. 
Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. This week on the program, we'll be talking about how to be a better you. At Home with Debbie Rule is Sundays from 6 to 7 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about how to be a better you. You know, uh, through the month of January, we talked about vision. And we talked about vision for yourself, vision for your marriage, vision for your family, vision for your finances. And, you know, you might be envisioning some things that you want to achieve and some goals that you've set before you. But sometimes there's just some things in us personally that we have to work on in order to be able to achieve the vision that we have laid before us. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you are a dud or there's something wrong with you as a person or you're the only one that has problems or issues because we all have stuff that we deal with. We all have issues that we have to work on. We all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. And so it's okay to recognize strengths and to maximize them. And it's okay to recognize our weaknesses and improve them. So with that being said, how to become a better you is recognizing what those weaknesses are, recognizing the things in us that keep us held back. You know, um, I just remember years in my life where uh, I was learning how not only to be a better person, a better me, but a better wife and a better mom and a better uh, daughter and a better, just a better person all all around, a better uh, person to just be around. And so, you know, those were hard lessons that I had to learn. There were things that were um, 
that I had to realize about myself, things that I had to change in order to be a better wife, to be a better me, to be a better mom. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because we all have, like I said before, things that we need to change. And so, you know, becoming better every day, we should desire to have the um, insight and the, and the want to grow and learn more about how we can become a better person, how we can become better to serve our communities, and how we can become better in our families. And, you know, no one teaches us these things. It's uh, interesting how we have to go to school and, and uh, you know, most you know, bachelor's degrees take you four years uh, and then you go on to a master's degree or a Ph.D. You're in school for a very long time and you're learning and you're becoming an expert in that field. But yet the things that are most important in our life, uh, how to nurture ourselves and how to nurture those around us and our relationships, we don't learn how to do that. And that seems to be something that we're failing at tremendously in our society because we're not taught how to be a better you or how to be a better mom, how to be a better father, how to be a better wife or husband, how to be a better friend. You know, all of these things, all of our relationships in our life stem from how we think about ourselves. And, um, you know, we can think, you know, one of the things that I have written down for uh, the first things in, in looking at becoming better is, you know, looking in, with inside yourself and what kind of self-talk do you have? You know, do you encourage yourself or do you beat yourself down? Do you look in the mirror and say, you know, see all the negatives rather than the positives? And I think we're all critical. You know, we're all critical of ourselves and we all fall short of that. We, you know, I'm the first one to look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, you know, there's one more wrinkle or there's one more gray hair. Or there's one more this. And and we really should be looking in the mirror and saying, wow, you know, you've grown greater in wisdom today because you're a day older and, you know, praise God, you're on this earth and you've got another day. Instead of having that positive out, you know, outlook, we look at the negative. And so many times that is what hinders us from being able to move forward. Uh, you know, if you wake up and you start the day with a little bit of encouragement to yourself. You know, one thing that I try to tell myself every day is, you got it, girl. You can do it. And even what, you know, I know that there might be some challenges that day, or maybe I'm tired, or maybe, you know, the past year, as my husband says, you've been sick for a year, because all of the year, uh, month of January, it seemed like I was dealing with um, the flu, sinus infection, and, you know, it's all kinds of things, just couldn't get rid of it. Actually, this is the first few days that I have felt almost normal, not quite, but almost. And, um, and, and you know, it's just, uh, we, we need to give ourselves encouragement, especially in those times where we're weak, especially in the times where maybe we don't feel good or where we're dealing with emotions or we're dealing with a lot of stress in our life. You know, those are the times where those negative things that are in us will, um, you know, show their ugly, rear their ugly head is, you know, if you've got an anger issue or you've got other issues in your life, you know, when you're under stress, those things are the ones that come out and they come out in a very ugly way. So, you know, wanting to be better is working on who you are on the inside to the outside. 
And so much of our society and our culture today is um, so focused on the outward appearance of who someone is. You know, we judge the book uh, by the cover and we don't ever read what's inside the book. And so it's, it's just really important that we change the way we think. You know, it doesn't really matter uh, what anyone thinks about you. It only matters what you think. You know, what I say, it only matters what God thinks and what I think of myself. And if I know that I've done the right thing or I'm doing the right thing, then I'm, I'm okay. And a lot of times we, um, we, get, we get so critical of ourselves that it, it keeps us, it hinders us from being able to do a lot of things that we want to do and a lot of things that we could do. So, you know, your mind and your thoughts are really, really important. Uh, you need to see yourself for who you are. You need to recognize those weaknesses and understand that you've got some strengths that you can maximize and some weaknesses that you can improve. But most generally, you know, we need to be more positive about ourselves and and help ourselves to understand that, you know, happy is an emotion that comes and goes. But if we can find contentment, and who we are, and what we're called to do, and, 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 and the purpose that we're fulfilling, then day to day, we make it a little bit easier to make it through the day. And uh, I think that so many times, you know, your, your perception of who you are, and who you think you are, and the things that you say about yourself to yourself are the things that keep us from being able to move forward. And I know I'm not the only one out there that that um, has to work on not being so critical of myself. And so that, I hope, is one of the first things that you decide that you're going to change in becoming a better you, is that you will begin to talk more positively about yourself and to yourself because you're special and you're unique. And everybody has baggage and everybody has issues and everyone has things that they can work on. And your stuff is not any different than my stuff. I mean, it might be different, but it's still stuff. And so when we decide that, you know, uh, whether or not I have to work on my weight and she doesn't have to work on her weight or maybe I have to work on um, just not getting so frustrated and being more positive and maybe somebody else has to work on, you know, not falling into an addiction or, or something like that. You know, everybody has their own thing that they need to deal with, but recognizing who you are and encouraging yourself and giving yourself a little pep talk every day as you, you know, your feet hit the floor, then you start with the words. And those are usually when we start complaining or, you know, it's, oh, it's another day, or I just didn't feel like getting up and I'm so tired today. And, oh, I don't know what I have to do today. I'm just dreading everything that I have to do today. And, oh, you're just so worthless. You're not going to be able to get anything done. You didn't get anything done yesterday. And, you know, so much better to let your feet hit the floor in the morning and say, you know, you've got this. Girl, you go get them because you've got a great day ahead of you and, you know, just be happy and whatever comes your way, you've got it. And I try to tell myself that because if I've already got the idea that I can conquer it and I can overcome it, then more like, you know, more than likely I will. But if I've already deflated myself and caused myself to be negative, 
then it's going to be really difficult to work through the things that I need to work through for that day. So, you know, I just want to encourage you tonight. If you are a critical person of yourself, stop it. I'm going to say that again. If you're critical of yourself, stop it. Let's not be critical of ourselves. Let's let's evaluate ourselves in an objective way, and that's really hard to do, but we got to start learning how to do that. Objectively look at ourselves, look at our strengths, look at our weaknesses. What are the things that we need to change? What are some of the things that we need to improve on? What are some things that you don't like about yourself? But everything that you say that you don't like about yourself, tell yourself five more things that you do like about yourself. That's really hard to do. I did that exercise one time where, you know, I had to write down all these things that I didn't like about myself from physical things to, you know, things like uh, I don't like confrontation and I don't like conflict and I don't, you know, and I wish I wasn't such a people pleaser and, you know, all these things that I had to work on and I still have to work on. I felt like I can write down all these things that are negative and, but I, but I didn't have very many things that I could write down that were positive. You know, it was just like, well, what do I like about myself? Really nothing. And so that's just, that's so awful to be in that place. And so I just want to encourage you, find those things that you know that you, you can write down that you love about yourself. Maybe you don't love them right now, but you need to learn to appreciate them and be thankful that you have them because, you know, everybody's got something worse in their life. So, you know, be thankful. And if it's not exactly the way, you know, you want it to be, well, then improve it and make it better. But let's, let's be positive about ourselves. And let's have a positive thought life about ourselves and our surrounding and be more positive about the things that um, we're trying to accomplish. And tell ourselves that we can do it. We can do it because you can. If you set your mind to it, you can. It might take you a long time. It might take you a lot of work. It might take you a lot of sacrifice. But if you put your mind to it and you focus and you make yourself feel better about yourself and you encourage yourself, you can do it. You would do it for a friend. So do it for yourself. That's the hardest thing. We'll go out and do anything for anyone else. But when it comes to our own self-care, we don't do it. So do it for yourself. So important that we do that for ourselves. And another thing that I, I really feel like we need to work on as um, just as a, as a whole is forgiveness and anger. You know, so many times things in our life uh, stem from not you know, for having unforgiveness and having anger, unforgiveness leads to anger. It's not the only thing that leads to anger in our lives, but it it's a root of something in our life that is so negative that keeps us tied down. It's like a ball and chain that keeps us hooked to um, never being able to get up. And it just drags us down and drags us down. And anger, you know, is so destructive. When you uh, have destructive anger, now you can be angry. I mean, it's okay. Anger is an emotion. And we most certainly all have reasons to get angry sometimes. But it's how we express our anger. What are you doing with your anger? Are you being destructive? Are you hurting someone? Are you hurting yourself? Are you, you know, verbally abusing someone? Are you physically abusing someone or yourself? then these are issues with anger that need to be dealt with. And so 
I think we need to look at that. And, you know, in order to become better, we have to say, okay, you know, where is all this anger coming from? And, and start beginning to, you know, maybe journal. Maybe you should journal and start writing things down and try to remember, you know, I used to be a happy person, but then I, I started becoming a little angry and bitter when this happened in my life. And, and, you know, work through that and sort through that. So many things come from unforgiveness and anger. Anxiety comes from that. Depression comes from that. So many things that in our world today, we say, just give me a pill and I'll feel better. When really we just need to do a little work on ourselves and become better ourselves so that we can just get that stuff out. It's just poison in our bodies and in our minds. We need to get it out so that we can be better. And once you start working on that, and it's not an overnight process. I mean, you didn't become who you are today overnight. So a lot of the things that have happened to you or things that um, in, in your environment that are negative, that have shaped some of those uh, negative things in you, you it's going to take a while to work on those. It's going to take a while for you to become better. But that's okay because you can focus and you can make a plan. And again, like I said at the very beginning in the opening comments and thoughts is, you know, prepare yourself for setbacks. Sometimes you're going to have setbacks. Sometimes it's going to take you a little longer. Sometimes you're going to fall back. You know, you're going to say, I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm not going to lash out at my kids. I'm not going to yell and scream. I'm going to control my anger. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're under a lot of stress that day and they're just pushing every button that you've got and you lose it. That's okay. You know, give yourself grace. Say, okay, tomorrow is another day. I'm going to be better. Don't use that as an excuse to keep falling back into your old ways. But if you do fall back into something, if you do have a setback, that's okay. You've always got tomorrow. You've always got tomorrow. And so prepare yourself and prepare your mind. Don't have unrealistic expectations that things are going to be perfect from here on out. Let me tell you, life is a journey. And everything that we learn about ourselves and about other people and about our relationships, these are things that we learn and it takes a lifetime to do. And when we set ourselves up for failure is when we think that we can quickly change and that we can or see change in someone else. And we get disappointed because it's not the way we think it should be. So, you know, some things it takes years and years and years to to get some of that stuff out. It takes years and years of counseling or, you know, or just working on yourself. And, and, and probably until the day you die, there are some things that you'll have to work on. I know for myself, there are some things that I have to deal with every day. I think I've already dealt with it. But you know what? Sometimes it rears its ugly head and I say, ah, there it is, you know. And I know I'm not supposed to... Um, feel that way or act that way, but I'm, you know, it's okay. I'm recognize it and I'm going to change it. So understanding that, um, there are things in our life that we need to change. That's okay. You know, understand that everybody has things that they need to change in order to become better. And when you see yourself in a positive way and you let go of some things like unforgiveness and you work on your anger and, you know, last but not leastly about working on your anger is accepting responsibility. You know, so many times we are, we put off onto someone else um, why something's happened or why we've acted a certain way or why we've done something. And it's really, we have to take ownership of it. 
You have to take ownership of your life every day. You are where you are because you chose to be there. Sometimes it evolves and you don't understand how you got where you are, but it was one choice at a time. And that got you to where you are. So it's not going to be just one choice to get you out of where you are. You're going to have to, you know, work your way out. And so, you know, we have to learn to accept responsibility. We cannot just um, shrug that off onto someone else. And when we become responsible for our actions and we stop blaming others and, you know, for things not going the right way or for you made me do this or you know, we, we begin to become healthier people because we all have to accept our own responsibility. Don't take somebody else's responsibility. That's an, that's a weakness that some people have. And that's accepting, you know, someone else's responsibility and being sorry all the time for what somebody else does when you're not responsible for that. And so that's, maybe that's a weakness that you have that you just want to take all of that on yourself. Don't be that person either. Find a balance. Take responsibility for what you are responsible for. Own it. And the things that are not yours, give them to who they are and let it go. Because that's the only way that you're going to be able to make it through and become a better you. Stay tuned for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back after these messages. If you're looking for a secure place to store your stuff, Pitcock Storage has storage units available today. Call 456-KEYS. That's 456-KEYS. With three locations and over 180 units, we have three different sizes available for you. That's 456-KEYS. 456-5397 for Pitcock Storage. Units available today. have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and grooms cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime. The 31st Heart of Texas Country Music Festival will be held in Brady, Texas, March the 20th through the 28th with 18 dances, concerts, and events scheduled throughout the eight-day event featuring over 30 traditional country music entertainers. Entertainers like Gene Watson, Johnny Rodriguez, T.G. Shepard, Johnny Bush, Daryl McCall, Tony Booth, Bobby Flores, Jody Nix, Jay Cooker, Jeff Woolsey, and so many more. Tickets on sale Tuesday, January the 28th at 9 a.m. at heartoftexascountry.com.
Well, welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about how to be a better you. You know, that's not always an easy thing. It's very simple to say that, how to be a better you, but sometimes that takes a lot of work. And uh, sometimes there are times where we uh, feel like we're just not ever going to get there. But, you know, you just keep going. You focus and you start you know, keep your mind on maximizing those strengths that you have and making them better and improving on those weaknesses that you have and giving yourself grace when you mess up and when you have a setback and understanding that no one is perfect. Let me say that again. No one is perfect. And we all have some things that we need to deal with to become better. And, you know, when we focus on those things and we have a good balance with that, we're not so self-critical, but yet we are um, insightful enough about some things. You know, we don't have to be critical, but we can just be aware and improve those things. And critical is just talking yourself down and and being uh, in a way that you're not able to get out of it and to make a change. But when we look at it and we say, you know, this is something that I really don't like about myself and I want to improve that and I want to be better, you know, go out and maybe get some books and, and read about that. Uh, one of my you know, favorite things to do is to read. And I have, uh, I'm not a fiction reader. And I love to read a lot of self-help books. And through the years, I guess it was because um, I I had such a desire to be a better person and to be a better wife and a better mom that anything that I could get my hands on, you know, I would just read it on how to be better, how to be better, how to be better, how to be better. And, you know, through all of that, I'm becoming better, but I'm also able to maybe encourage someone else on some things that they're working on. And so it's, it's, it's out there. There's lots of help out there. There's people you can talk to. There's books that you can read. There's, you know, there's people that you can listen to podcasts out there that are about self-help and how to be better and how to work on anger and how to deal with unforgiveness. And, you know, all of these things that we have in our life that seem to weigh us down and keep us from fulfilling our purposes and keep us down and, and, and keep us um, unhappy and depressed and having anxiety. Those are all things that we can deal with and we can get rid of them and we can get rid of them for good. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have to deal with it every once in a while or maybe every day. I don't know. But you, you know, you learn to deal with it. You learn to recognize it and then you move forward. And so a lot of times we just, um, need some encouragement to, to do that. Um, I've had some people that have, um, responded to the program tonight and and have given a little bit of insight on how they become better and one uh one listener said she loves to read uh she reads christian based books and she tries to give a compliment or do kindness at least one times a day if not more i think that's great you know when we try to compliment someone or extend kindness you never know what another person's day is and maybe you are the one that needs to be the recipient of that kindness or that compliment. So remember, someone else out there probably needs that too. Um, so, you know, and she's learned that these things are the things that help her to become a better person. Also, you know, listening to Christian music, she loves that and it really encourages her. So uh, another thing is, um, you know, understanding that there are various ways 
and opportunities for us to be able to share a positive word with someone. Uh, she says, lending a helping hand, praying for others, encouraging through words, or just smiling or compliment another. Smiling and compliment. I love that. We have to be ready to follow God's direction. And I think that is so important. You know, if you are uh, wallowing in self-pity or you have such a negative attitude about yourself or you're so self-critical, you're not going to be able to accomplish the things that are most important in your life. You're not going to be able to pour into those other relationships that need that smile, that need that compliment, that need that encouragement. And that might be your family. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I feel like that so many times we give out everywhere else and we forget about those people that are closest to us, our family, our family that needs the best. You know, if you can find any motivation to be better yourself, be better for yourself, that's number one, but be better for your family and understand that we all have things we need to change, but let that be your motivation. You know, We give out everywhere else, like I said, but then we forget that we've got to give to the most important people in our life. So if that's you out there and it was me, you know, I was able to give everywhere else and then I didn't have much left for my family, it seemed like. So, um, you know, I regret that because uh, it's like the same where I had a lady tell me one time that, um, you know, if you have your fine china and you use it uh, only when company comes over, Isn't your family more important than just that company that comes over? And I've always remembered that, that she told me that, you know, 35 years ago when I got married. And I I just, I remember that like it was yesterday because it's like, yes, you know, I don't want to just store that fine china. I don't want to just bring it out when company comes over because my family deserves the best. And so it's okay, you know, if you get get a place setting and something gets broken, that's all right. You know, you've got to learn to let it go. And some of us have problems letting it go. Believe me, I had to deal with that too. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's understanding that our families deserve the best. We deserve the best. And so becoming better is helping you to give yourself the best and give your family the best and be the best that you can be in your community as well. And so I appreciate uh, those of you sharing tonight. Um, Also, uh, another one said that she listens to Christian music, various pastors also on her long trips, and she tries to listen more and speak less. Uh, and she says, of course, I'm a work in progress for sure. Well, you know what? We, I think we all are a work in progress if we want to admit it. And um, another listener, some days are harder than others being the best you. And I agree with that. There are some days where you need a lot of strength. Some days you're on top of the world. Some days you're not. Uh, but a smile and a hello or a good morning, good afternoon may be exactly what someone else is desperately needing. And surely we can all try to be our best at sharing a smile and a tiny ray of sunshine to those whose path we cross during the day. You know, when you have a negative, I just want to say a negative spirit about you, or you're you're always frowning and you're not a happy, joyful person, that is contagious, as contagious and infectious as joy and happiness. All of that negativity is too, and it just infects people. And for some reason, you know, some people will just like not want to be around that. So take a look at yourself. Am I negative? You know, do do I see things in a negative light? Do I, am I so self-critical of myself and of others? 
Is this something that I need to change? Do I need to look at things a little bit differently? Do I need to um, understand that, you know, not everything is perfect and not everything can be perfect? And learn to uh, see things with a little bit less uh, expectation. We all should have expectations and we all, but they need to be realistic. You know, realistic expectations about yourself, about your relationships that you have in your life, about things that are in your life, your jobs, things like this, you know, things that we get depressed about or that we have anxiety about or that we get discouraged about. It's because a lot of times we just, we suffer disappointment because we've had an unrealistic expectation and then it doesn't happen the way we want it to happen and then we get disappointed. So, you know, try to have realistic expectations of yourself and of others and understand that we all are a work in progress, as one of our listeners said. Um, one of the things that we talked about, you know, setting goals for yourself and, and um, you know, getting rid of some things in our life like unforgiveness and anger and, you know, owning up and taking responsibility. I think this other one is really big. Admit when you're wrong and apologize. Sometimes it is so hard uh, for someone to say, I'm sorry. They might be sorry, but it's just something that they can't say. And, you know, I have a little four-year-old grandson, red-headed little guy, and uh, he has a little bit of a stubborn streak. And, you know, when I say you need to apologize, apologize to your brother, apologize, you know, to me for acting or saying that. And he just, he just looks at me. Eventually he will, but he does have that, stru- you know, that little bit of stubbornness in him where he just does not want to say, I'm sorry. And that, you know, sometimes that's just something in some people. And if that's you out there, you need to learn to say, I'm sorry. And for those of you that are saying, I'm sorry about everything that you don't need to be sorry about, you need to stop it. So there's, there's both ends of the spectrums there. There's being too sorry and being sorry about everybody else's stuff and not being, you know, learning that you don't need to be responsible for that and you don't need to be sorry for that. They need to take ownership of it. And then there's never saying you're sorry and never accepting responsibility. Somewhere in there we find that balance and we begin to accept responsibility for our actions. We begin to take ownership of that. We admit when we're wrong. We apologize. We make it right. And we work on the things in our life that are going to make us better on the inside so that what comes out on the outside is even much, much better because we're healthier and we're more whole on the inside. And so these are things that, you know, we can do to make our lives better, especially make you better. Um, Being a good listener is another thing. If you are one that is listening to um, someone, maybe work or your spouse or your children, and you're just waiting for them to finish so that you can go on, or maybe so that you can say what you need to say, or you're a defensive person, and you can't take any critique because you become very defensive, Um, we need to work on that. Those are things that are not healthy things. And so learning to be a good listener and thinking about things and saying, you know, I... I understand what you're saying. You know, listening with an understanding of what the other person is saying. I've learned it this way is that so many times this is how we listen. If you lived out near an airport and you heard airplanes going all the time, just flying by, flying over, flying over, when you first moved in, uh, you probably heard it all the time. And maybe it kept you up at night or, you know, you just heard it. And then all of a sudden, after a few months or so, you don't hear it anymore. 
It doesn't mean that the airplanes aren't flying over your house or the train's not going down the tracks. It just means that you are not hearing it anymore because you're not listening for it. And so listening is so different than what we hear. Listening is being active. Listening is looking at the person that is talking and saying, I'm going to hear what you're saying. I'm purposely going to hear what you're saying. I'm going to be an active listener. I'm going to try to understand what you're saying. And I'm going to respond to what you're saying in a, in a positive manner. And I'm going to give you uh, eye contact, you know, and I'm going to have body language that speaks respect to you rather than disrespect. A lot of times we don't realize that our body language says is a lot too, you know, things that we do that can be so disrespectful, you know, putting, folding your arms and just saying, you know, I'm shutting you out. The, all these things that we do that we don't realize we're doing that communicates a message to someone else. So working on that, let me work on my body language. Let me work on the way I listen to you. Let me hear what you're saying. Let me really hear what you're saying. And so many problems in marriages are because we just don't listen. We don't hear what the person is saying to us. We don't understand what they're saying. And we don't care enough to find out. And so therefore, the marriages are falling apart. Families are falling apart. And so we need to learn to be good listeners. Listen with an understanding and hear what that person is saying to you. Don't hear it through your filters of being defensive. Don't hear it through your filters of being offended. But listen with an objective understanding of what is being communicated to you. And then think about it. You know, think about it. But listening is good. And, you know, you might learn something if you listen. Sometimes being the person that's in the crowd that's listening rather than talking all the time is the one that's learning the most. I love that when I do small group, especially in church or with women, and I see the one that's talking all the time, talking all the time, and then I see the one that's sitting over there just listening quiet, and I think I wish they could say something sometimes because I know that they're a, they're a well of wisdom over there because they've just sat and they've listened and they've taken it in, and so you want to have a healthy balance in that too. You want to be one that can share, but you also want to be one that listens. So listen because you might learn something. So learn to be a good listener. Another thing that you can work on is maybe you need to work on being more polite and respectful of yourself and others. You know, being polite, being respectful of yourself and others is doing things. You know, I love this golden rule because I am the rule. Uh, But, you know, a golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you wouldn't want that done to you, then you most certainly don't want to be doing that to someone else. And if you um, have an issue with respecting others, if you have an issue with respecting property, um, maybe you just um, weren't taught, or maybe you just had some things that happened to you in life, and so you've just become a disrespectful person. Regardless of where it came from, it's time to work on it and become better. So having respect for others and being polite and setting goals for yourself that you know that you can achieve and writing these things down and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on my anger. I'm going to work on being more polite to my husband. I'm going to work on being more respectful to my husband. I'm going to work on the way I talk to him. I'm going to work on the way I think about myself and the things I say about myself. And I'm only going to take ownership of the things that I'm responsible for. And I'm not going to be sorry about everything that happens because not everything is my fault. 
And on the other hand, some things are my fault and I need to own it. You know, so many things that we need to work on. And wherever you are, you know, whatever personality you have, you've got things that you've got to work on and recognize them and don't be ashamed of them. It's okay. We all have stuff. You know, I, I used to just cringe when I'd have to share something sometimes in a small group or, or just, you know, it's like, oh, you know, people are just not going to like me if they find that out about me. You know, it was very minor compared to maybe what somebody else was dealing with. And some, it was so major to me. Other people feel the same way. You know, things that somebody else doesn't even give another thought to is so major in your mind. It's like, oh, I just can't deal with that. And if anybody ever knew that, that they would just, you know, not, not want to be around me. And that's not true at all. We all have things. And if people are judging you in that way, then maybe, you know, those are not the people that you need to be around. You need to choose to be around people that lift you up, encourage you, that are positive, that pour good things into your life and that make your life a better place. Negative people, get them out. Uh, You don't need negativity. And if it's someone that you're living with, then maybe it's time to have a talk. Negativity has got to go. That is one thing that will kill a family and a marriage is negativity. So uh, understanding that these are things that we change and, um, you know, admitting when you're wrong and apologizing, being a good listener, being polite, all these things, setting goals. Um, One last thing I want to talk about before we um, uh, leave tonight is, you know, living with integrity and understanding how important that is. Integrity is not being perfect. Integrity is living with the intent to do what's right. And we all fail. But when we live intentionally, when we when we make the decision to live with integrity, when we make the decision to live morally right, when we decide that this is what we're going to do for ourselves because we want to have respect for ourselves, we're going to live with the ideas that we have and we're going to be true to what we believe in. You know, when you live in a way like this, there's a peace. There's a peace there. And so living with integrity, you'll never regret living with integrity. You know, I I love the story about um, Billy Graham. Billy Graham was in the ministry for years and years and years, but one thing that he never did was meet with a woman alone. And he did that out of respect for his marriage, and he did that out of uh, respect for others, and also so that nothing could ever appear or be said uh, that could destroy what he was doing. And so he thought about that. That was integrity to him. I will protect and I will I will make sure that nothing can come against my my ministry or my family. And so sometimes we need to reevaluate that. We need to say, okay, you know, there's some things that I need to change here. I need to, I need to step up on the integrity thing. I need to be true to my, to my faith and to my ideas and to what I believe in. And I need to take a stand for them. And I need to live purposely and intentionally with integrity in my life. And when you begin to live that way, you find such peace in your spirit. So want to encourage you with that tonight and recognizing those opportunities and growing and wanting to change and learning to change and then allowing yourself to be better not only for yourself but for your family and then extending that out into your community. 
What can you do as a better person to make your community better? What are you doing to make things better? When you help others, you find, um, you get a satisfaction out of that. So stepping out and wanting to help someone else, whatever it may be, you know, maybe you want to just be on a committee to help this, or maybe you just want to volunteer and help this organization over here. Maybe you have a heart and a passion for, you know, the women at the Haven Family Shelter because you have a similar past with that. You know, don't sit at home and wish you could get involved with that. Go out and get involved in it. Make a difference in your community. Be better. Make yourself better. Make your family better. Make your community better by stepping out and being a better you. Learning how to be a better you. You know, and then last but not least, embrace the journey. Life is a journey. So many times we just want to hurry and get through the times. I remember when my kids were little and all I could say was, I hope this day will end. You know, and, and then I realized that they're not little long. You know, it just, it like in the blink of an eye, things changed. So, and I've said that so many times out there for moms and dads that are dealing with the stress of young children. One day you're going to wake up and they're going to be grown and they're going to be gone. And so, you know, it doesn't minimize that stress and those things that you're dealing with. But just remember that, you know, life is a journey and that through every step that we take, through every experience that we have, through everything that we do every day in our life, we're experiencing life, we're, we're experiencing ups and downs, we're experiencing encouragement, we're experiencing depression, we're experiencing anxiety, we're experiencing fear, we're experiencing happiness, you know, we experience all of these different things. And so, you know, that's just part of the journey. And, um, you know, your life is a journey. So embrace it. If you want that journey to end up, as we talked about vision in January, if you want that journey to end up in a specific place, then you create that vision. You become a better you so that you can fulfill those things and you can become better. That is the only thing that you can do. You can't control external things around you. You can't control your environment or other people, but you can take control of your own life. Embrace your journey. Own up to your actions. Allow yourself to have some fun. Find some happiness in there. Let let it let loose a little bit. Chill out, uh, you know, and 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 live life. And don't forget to smell. You know, I love the saying: Don't forget to stop and smell the roses, because so much of life we miss by not embracing the journey that we're on. It's been my pleasure being with you tonight. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me into your home. I love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From my home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule, and I will see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. We want to remind you that we're going to have a special Valentine's program next week, and we're also going to have a Valentine giveaway, so be watching our Facebook page. We've got lots of great things coming your way right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. I hope you guys have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Night Candy on 95.3 FM 
and cannielradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Real on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.